0: Welcome to episode 246 of the AFK Podcast for the week of September 23rd, 2019. I'm your host, James Flynn, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from gamers like you. Joining me this week, as always, are my co-hosts, Curlin. What's up? And Logan. Hey, everyone. What's up, guys? Thanks for being here tonight. Um, I'm sorry about last week. Sorry we couldn't do a show last week. My kids' birthday parties, we tend to have them on the same day because... We don't have family that live nearby us, so for them to come see us and come to the kids' birthday parties, it's like an hour and a half drive, so with the kids' birthdays being about a week apart, we tend to have the, you know, two parties one day, or one party for two kids. And uh, it was getting pretty close to the time where we needed to record, and I still had family in the house, and I couldn't just say, okay, everybody get the F out, I got stuff to do, so um, no show last week. But uh, anyway, we're back. And coming up, I know we're going to miss a couple because uh, October 6th is my wedding anniversary. It's my uh, 18 years for me. And um, also, I'll be in Disney the week after that. So there'll be a couple weeks in a row where we don't do a show. Just a heads up to our listeners because I don't always get around to updating the calendar like I should. So with that being said... Uh, a couple weeks ago, hey Jerry, we got Jerry Gamer in the chat room. Uh, a couple weeks ago I had another Miniland at my place. Uh, Kurt, Doug, Jay, uh, and Pat all came over and we uh, were playing some Ghost Recon Wildlands. Uh, it was something that uh, the other guys had, get, had gotten when they purchased the Division 2. I guess they got it for free on Uplay. I had it on Steam because I picked it up on a sale. And uh, that game in co-op, playing the campaign is absolutely the best time we had so much fun because we would go on these missions and shit would just go so bananas and go totally wrong and uh doug would be driving the jeep off the side of a mountain and uh you know crashing helicopters uh because we don't know how to fly them and it was just it was a good time i i was I, i haven't laughed that hard in a long time and it was uh It was great having everybody here and uh, being able to experience that in the same room. So uh, definitely a good time. Been having these mini lands every three or four months and seems to be working out. That's been about it for me. Uh, Logan, what have you been up to?
1: Well, shortly after we chatted uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, I did end up finishing Bird's Tale 1. And you were you were pretty spot on. You, you remembered it better than I did. It the ending was was fairly anticlimactic. So, um, but yeah. So I went straight from that. I dove into Bard's Tale too, and I immediately remembered why I stopped playing these games. Uh, so, I just I tried. I tried I, so
0: hard. Like it's weird that I remember that because I specifically remember you saying the final boss consisted of you running down a hall, a series of hallways, turning around and hitting it, and then running away from it again.
1: There's yeah, something to that effect. It, yeah, it was just, yeah. So I, I just started playing the number two, and I guess the, the real point of those games is, uh, is mapping, is just enjoying mapping out a dungeon, which was fine for number one. But then in number two, they, they upped the ante, and they made the traps more deadly and more annoying, and I was just, I, I noped the fuck out. I was like, no, not, not doing this. I'm not spending my time doing this so i i was done um you know I, and i still love all the updates they did it was still great uh but it just you know I, I think i must have played for maybe a couple hours i finished the first dungeon started poking around uh you know looking for dungeon number 2 and i was just like you know it just it didn't grab me it wasn't fun i don't have much time to game so i was all hyped up on the hype from borderlands 3 that i'm not going to buy we'll, we can get into that in a bit uh so i broke out borderlands 2 played that for a bit but but i'm stuck there so I, I finished borderlands 2 once uh and then i went back in in true vault hunter mode and i don't have good enough guns to take on the enemies and every single enemy is now uh, a bullet sponge yeah and it's just it, it's too hard too difficult too tedious i think is the word it,
0: so it, like, by yourself it is yes if you yeah, had three other friends. people in your group it wouldn't be
1: yeah i need friends man yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because I, so I had the same problem with that game. Had the same. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, and it's a good game. Don't get me wrong. I think it's probably in my top ten games. Borderlands Two is probably one of the best games ever made.
0: Yeah, I loved it, but yeah, I loved two, it better with friends. Yeah, two, two is the best in the series.
1: Yeah, um, like the the, the 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 cell shading in it makes it. It's going to last a long time with that type with the, their type of graphics. The humor, I, I love potty humor. I'm just, you know, I'm guttural like that. I don't care. Poop jokes, I'll laugh every time. Um, so yeah, so like, you know, I, I loved all that stuff about it. So I said, well, I'll go back to one. And I don't remember one at all. Like I'm poking around and I have a very, very vague recollection of it. So I'm going back through one now. I just started and I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a weird, weird person. I realized I I've, uh, finished Borderlands 2 twice on the normal mode. I finished Borderland One once, and every single time, I've always used the same character, the, the sniper dude. So this time, I, I'm forcing myself to do something different, and I'm, I'm now going uh, through it with the soldier. So I just started kicking that off today, and well, we'll work through that. And I'm enjoying it so far; it's good. Uh, like like I said, like I love the poop humor in it. Uh, you know, good times, good times.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. That I like that kind of humor. it's a little childish yeah i know some of the um snobs over at uh the larger media outlets don't care for it but i
1: i liked it did did you see my tweets no i haven't been on twitter much this week so i i I took a look at some of the scores and I, I can't remember the names of the people involved, so it's it's really ambivalent anyways. It doesn't really matter. But it was the the fellow from IGN and one of the writers for PC Gamer. And I think IGN gave it a 9, and PC Gamer gave it like a 63. And so yeah. a 63 is just a 6.3. decent game. It's good. It's not bad. But it's it's whatever. But a 9 is is quite high. A 9 is a must-play game. So I tweeted at the authors and at the, uh, the people in charge, Dan staple stapleton dan stapleton and evan laddie and i'm like hey is there any you know would it be worthwhile in getting your editors together and just having like a debate about what they thought were the ins and outs of the games and what i'm getting at is i'm not trying to say someone's right and someone's wrong but what are the you know did someone miss something that someone may not have seen did someone you know just gloss over something that really should have you know dug a little bit deeper i I sort of wanted a little bit more in depth like they're both good enough articles. I read them both and they both made solid points they backed up their scores nicely
0: you've got two reviewers uh, though who are completely different people evan, i think it's a evan lottie is the sipping wine and <laughs> uh yeah, kind of highbrow uh yeah he's and D- dan stapleton seems to be more down to earth
2: right like, like what what i've what i've gleaned from lottie is 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 if it isn't a janky-ass armor game, then it's not gonna score. (laughs)
1: Nice. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's just, it seems, and I I get, it's, there are, when you're looking at a review, you're looking at an opinion piece. But there should still be basic measures in place on, you know, how well did it run, how well did it play. I, I, so, and the, the argument I specifically used was, uh, Dan had said this a long time ago was that if uh, one of his writers submits a score that he feels is very much out of whack, he'll sit down with him and talk to him and try to understand it better you know before he publishes it. He wants to be able to back up his writers as best he can, which you know I, I feel is amicable, and that's when you but that's exactly what I was looking for. Like if you were the senior editor for this person and they submitted a piece that you that they said is a sixty three and you really thought it was nine what would you tell them what would you dig into what would you ask them what would you be looking for and I wanted some more of that discussion but quite honestly I got shot down real hard uh, because it's Twitter's and it's hard to understand the motive behind it right I'm not trying to pit one publication against the other I'm not trying to say one person's better than the other I really miss I do miss Evan Lottie and Dan on the same podcast exactly for what you said like Evan loves his armor games, and mm. Dan seems to be a bit more opinionated and very well spoken when it comes to detailing exactly why and what he likes. Uh, I think he's a great uh, editor, or well, not editor anymore, but you know, running the joint. Now, I would have loved to have seen those guys face off and just talk about it. And the, the main piece I took away from PC Gamer was that they don't like the poop humor. That it went out in 2012, and they're like, "Yeah, it's it's old fashioned." But no, I'm I'm all for it. Sorry. Yeah,
0: I don't know, Evans. Lottie has always come across to me as this just snobby when it comes to games, and I don't know, he seems to look for some kind of existential meaning in gaming instead of just approaching it for what it is as a game, you know? uh, It's just not my type of uh, reviewer, I guess. I got nothing personal against the guy. I just don't care for his his writing or his reviews or the direction he's taken PC Gamer in general.
1: Yeah, uh, now I I agree with everything you said, but I still like them because of everything you just said as well is because I I always want to see the other side of the coin too. like, what are you seeing that I don't like the games like uh, Slay the Spire um, uh, darkest dungeon? uh, No, they're not for me at all. But I love hearing uh, other people talk about them and why they love them. Uh, Because I just like hearing about people, why they like their games. And it's just, you know, one of those things that I'm just like, yeah, if you like it, let me hear about it. Let me hear about it. Yeah, you're the
0: opposite of me. If I don't like what someone's saying, I just picture myself putting my fist through their mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Usually if I'm nodding my head and going, "Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm, 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 I'm I'm picturing horrible things happening to that person.
2: Uh, Yeah. And, And, like, for me, like... Well, like with, with, with Evan like when it comes to, when he starts talking about shooters I automatically tune him out <laughs> it, 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 everything else is 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 cool you know what i'm saying but cuz I, I know the type of uh, uh, of uh, he, i mean he's a shooter snob kind of like I'm, how i'm a racing snob you know what i mean that that's just his thing
0: wonder if he's but, ever uh, even fired a real gun
2: mm, it seems yeah. like
0: it'd be like too loud for him and he'd drop it and run away from it
1: uh, have either of you guys tried borderlands 3 yet did you buy it uh no nope. no i'll
0: probably pick it up on sale when it's on steam
1: yeah that, that's where i'm going with it
2: too and uh i'm gonna need them to to uh let go of the vote. that's on yeah yeah yeah, because like like the stuff I saw with the the constant two megabit upload, like I have I have like six megabits upload. I'm not about to. No, no, that's not. That's just not happening.
1: Yeah, uh, as soon as I saw Denuvo, that was the last draw for me. Uh, I'm not a big fan of of Randy Bitchford. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm just really. <laughs> he's gonna it's send. All uh, he's
0: gonna send his goons to my house now.
1: Yeah, but I'm. Um, um, you know, it was. It was. I appreciate that there's a large staff of people that put this game together but when he's the one reaping the majority of the benefits it's hard to hard to back that I'll, like i like a you know i went back i played two i'm replaying one uh i'm i'm in jim's court that you know and I'll, I'll get it on sale like maybe fifteen dollars tops i think is what i'll spend on it uh, and i'm hoping to wait for de denuvo to get ripped off of it too
0: yeah sure uh,
2: i i mean i i want to play it really fucking bad because i love but like with all of the epic exclusivity madness and all this other kind of stuff like i i, I don't have any incentive to to fund any purchases over there it, especially after reading about what they got paid for it for the exclusivity like what was it like nine and a half ten million like bro you don't need my money <laughs> like you get that fortnight you know. money right and plus like i have a vested interest on in seeing games published on steam because linux is my primary platform and anything that gets purchased on steam funds the development of proton which makes it easier for me
0: to play my games through linux very good point yeah what have you been playing Curlin? Um,
2: well, I've been playing more of the eBay shuffle. (laughs) I wound up (laughs) selling off some more stuff and, um, so the laptop, I I sold the XPS, um, luckily and I wound up picking up another laptop. That's, uh, it's a, it's a, um, power spec, which is micro centers brand, but it's really a Clevo and, uh, for it's pretty stout for what you get, for what you pay as well it's like a 1400 it's got like the uh an eighth gen i7 with uh, uh a green team 2070 in it and
0: and not the max q bullshit oh nice so it's a full, basically a full-size 2070
2: yeah yeah um it, it's a, a full mobile 2070 so like it's not like the desktop clock speed so they can keep some of the heat down mm-hmm. but it's it's not it, it's not like buying the 2070 max q and then it performing like a 20 2060 or something
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i think Mac- max q is just the kind of the consumer friendly way of saying low power
2: well, Max-Q is just their way of selling a bigger number with lower performance. It's all marketing. Got it. Because, I, I mean, think about it. Okay, yeah, you can get a 2080 Max-Q and it'll fit in a nice, smooth, thin, and light, yada, yada. But if the performance is at a 2070 or less, then what the fuck is the use? Why pay the premium? Yeah. And there, there is a premium. Like, you are talking four or five hundred dollars difference from on average, you know, from what I from from what I, when I was looking from a twenty seventy match queue to twenty eighty
0: match queues. So I was like, nah. Are you gonna pick up a new laptop?
2: I, I picked that one up.
0: Oh, I thought that was when you were selling, I'm sorry. No no no, no. I picked that one up. Because um, I know uh, you I, had I, a clevo in the past. You've had so yeah. much equipment, I can't keep track of what's coming and going anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Josh
2: picked up that Clevo and he, he, his kids use it. And I think he used it for rendering for a while. Oh, cool. um, yeah. Uh, let me see. I had a, a XPS 15 for a while and I had an HP that I was using for uh, Linux stuff and crypto. Uh, I, sold, I sold both of those. And I still had the Alienware, but it's up for sale, too, because it's a little old. And I wound up picking up that one to replace all three of of the Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but so with that, um, I got two games, which was Control and Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, I I installed Control, and I started it up just to see how it ran um, on, on my regular um PCs with radions in it and it, it runs fine I don't know what all the shiny tracing ray madness is about but yeah um I, I, it's yeah it's just a lighting effect right I mean th- th- there is some some I, I can see the benefit of it but not with at the performance that you get right now at this moment
0: right not worth that's, the performance that's a
1: pretty it. good way to put it right yeah I mean I like, I, I can see the difference in the side-by-side comparisons, but I'll be damned if you start that game up with ray tracing on, can you actually really understand the performance or the, the improvement in visual quality you got? Like, it's one of those things that you don't really see it until it's literally a comparison side-by-side. From-
2: well, right. it, it also depends on how it's implemented. Because, like, um, on the laptop, I downloaded Quake 2 and then Quake 2 RTX and there's a, a a hundred percent difference in how it looks but one runs at 80 frames a second at 1080p and the other one runs at like a thousand
1: yeah yeah but i mean you're right and you're exactly right like that i i saw that demo and that was sweet
2: yeah and i'm like okay quake 2 is probably 20 fucking years old like <laughs> i would have been more impressed with quake 3 if they had done it but Like you, you you aren't really selling yourself any any. Like the the GPUs and stuff has gotten so performant now to where I expect fluid gameplay above above sixty frames a second. 60 Sixty isn't enough these days. It'll do,
0: but it's not enough. Especially when it seems to be the floor now. Sixty seems to be like the minimum.
2: Right. Okay. So, so uh, you know, I'm just a random Joe Schmo. I'm gonna spend $500 on a 2070 Super to play a 20-year-old game at 80 frames a second. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not what it is. Now, to to give NVIDIA a little bit of credit, um, once they do their die shrink, they will have more surface area to Add more of their uh, ray tracing uh, stuff in there, but if there's, if if I hope they're being smart and will raise the regular performance bar as well, because um, if if they do it the same thing that they did with the last ones, where, you know, there were a lot of parallels speed wise in regular games, but they still wanted a a whole lot more money. I don't know if people are gonna buy it. So well the 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 followers, the sheep will buy it, but like yeah. they're going to have a harder time selling it twice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, the other game I got was Wolfenstein Youngblood. So I installed that and um, I was over at Vernon's hanging out while we were trying to, to do some stuff with my, uh, with my Unraid server. I, I found a new cash uh, steam content cache Docker. So I was trying to download a bunch of stuff and, never really panned out too much but because he has gigabit not yeah but um we were playing wolfenstein Youngblood and like the co-op in that game is pretty fucking it, it, it's not very expensive either like that would have been a perfect land game for um for you guys
0: well it got really bad reviews really uh, yeah it did it did not review well at all
2: Well, I mean, I guess because it's different than the other Wolfensteins. I think that was
0: one of the biggest issues.
2: Yeah, because I mean, it's like it's like Blazkowicz kids and they're like sisters or something. Okay. But I mean, they they have the same abilities, the same suits, like all of that other stuff is intact. And I've been having a. You
0: play the campaign and co-op.
2: Yeah, me and Vernon did. Um, We played uh, two or three missions like that. And the rest of it, I've just been playing solo, you know, having the AI control the other, the Mm -hmm. other. Yeah. And I mean, I like it. It's I I thought it it was great how they did the co-op thing too. Plus it's only 30 bucks. And if you spend 10 more, then you get a buddy pass, which will allow someone else to download the trial and join you in your full blown camp
0: no that's nice i've never heard of that
2: that's yeah i haven't seen anything like this in a very long time like i don't even remember the last title that did something close cool yeah Uh, that's pretty much been
0: my two weeks all right some of this news is going to be old news because it's been two weeks but uh do either of you watch the Game Awards? I try to catch it um, just because, and I know that whoever, it doesn't matter who wins or anything like that, but it, when, it, when it comes to gaming, usually this is um, something like this or E3. I try to, try to watch it as much as possible. Uh, do you guys watch the Game Awards at all? It's a Jeff Keighley thing.
2: Uh, I have in the past, but I didn't get a chance to do it this year. I've been hella busy.
0: Well, this year yeah, it's going to be dis- held on December twelfth. Uh, hmm, that's kind of late, isn't it? Across forty-five different streaming services.
1: Oh, it was, it, this is its comeback year, right? It wasn't on last year, correct?
0: Uh you know, I couldn't. I I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I, I watched it a couple years, or I no, I watched a very small. You know a what it says: ago? the
0: Game Awards 2018 uh, show has been a great success with over twenty-six point two million global live streams. So that's pretty. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's. I just find it too much of a cringe fest, really.
0: Yeah, it is. It's cheese. I mean, it's total cheese. But really, it's the closest thing we've got to like our Emmy Awards or or Oscars or anything like that.
1: Um, if you vote on the Game Awards this year, you can get an audio book, I believe. Oh, sweet! From Audible not entirely positive. I just literally saw a tweet the other day, uh, and I didn't see the platform you can get it on. Uh, but there are very specific books you can get valued at nine ninety nine. 99 I think there's like a half a dozen, maybe four, that you can choose from, but I did not see the platform.
0: Not bad. I guess you could say it's more like a viewer's choice awards type thing because of the voting.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: So that's cool. So I'm going to try to watch it. If I'm watching it, I'll try to li- live stream while I'm watching it. If I can get maybe Doug or a few other people on, you guys are available. Yeah. It's always fun to watch it and discuss it as it's happening. So Steam's made a few updates to its Discovery queue or its Discovery algorithm. Um, I'm extremely glad. It kept showing... It's been lately showing me games like uh, a lot of... uh, Henty type games, and I'm like, I I don't know why it's showing me this. I've never searched for it. I don't own any games like that. So, <laughs> but I, I keep it keeps showing up in my in my uh, um, it recommended list. I'm like, I don't know why I'm getting this. But since they fixed the algorithm, I, a lot of the crap that I was seeing is gone, and I'm actually seeing games I'd want to actually purchase, and I've been adding them to my wish list, uh, which is good. But I guess. Uh, You know, it hasn't gone, it hasn't been implemented completely complaint-free. I guess there are some indie developers who are saying they're kind of getting shuffled to the back. But there might be a reason for that.
2: (laughs) Have
0: you guys noticed uh, this at all? Has this affected your Steam usage at all? Um, not
2: necessarily. Um, you're talking about the, the the new beta store layout? No, no, not the to,
0: not the library layout. This is the algorithm that actually goes through and recommends games for you that will show oh. up when you when you log in on the store. And the reason why they changed it is because the game sales have dropped seventy percent on Steam. So this is basically making new games. That you might be interested in easier to to find and discover because there is so much crap now on steam that you kind of have to sift through uh yeah
1: yeah see i never go well i shouldn't say never but when i open up steam i go straight to the library and even then uh i'm using the uh Gog galaxy launcher 2.0 for all my launches now so i don't go on steam i don't browse i don't look Any game I'm going to buy, it's already I know what I want to buy and where I want to buy it from. I've never bought a game that's been recommended to me from the Steam algorithm, ever. Really? I have. Yeah, never.
0: I've just been blousing, browsing.
1: (laughs) Uh, What did you buy? What did you buy that was recommended from you, for you?
0: Uh, Well, this week... Oh, Stellaris. Stellaris popped up, and that's the game I've been playing lately. And I've enjoyed it.
1: Hmm. Yeah. No, I've like, I mean, I've got, I think a thousand games in my total libraries across steam and other launchers. And I'm like, I don't need to buy any more for a while unless it's, (laughs) you know, the last time I bought a game, uh, what was it? It was the GOG summer sale because I have to support those guys. And I can't even remember what I bought.
0: (laughs) I don't have a thousand games. I only have like 300, but I, I keep games on my wish list and i like to browse and i like to add games to my list because when they go on sale i i can i'll know they're on sale and i can pick them up
2: yeah i'm currently at
0: 1601 damn you guys are making me feel uh inadequate over here
2: well i mean my account is fucking what 20 years 20 old 20 years old
0: <laughs> So one of the games that popped up for me was Greedfall, and I, I had never heard of this game uh, previously. Uh, it's being compared to, and it's put out by based Studios Spiders and published by Focus, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, it's Publishers Focus Home, Inter- Home Interactive, and they've, been, they've had a string of hits lately. But uh, Greedfall, it's kind of a uh, Witcher, uh, Dragon Age-esque, open-ish world RPG uh choices matter type thing and uh from what i've seen uh gameplay wise and uh, uh review wise it looks pretty tight it's um uh, where was i going with this uh it's got about 35 to 40 hours of of gameplay and i believe it's 39 dollars right now so uh yeah i definitely will be picking this one up probably soon when i have the time to actually have the time to put into a, a um an rpg
2: yeah i was kind of looking at that too i'll probably wind up with it as well um i'll probably wait for a sale um before i i actually dive in though you know like i got a lot of stuff to play not a lot of time at plus um destiny 2 The Destiny 2 expansion is going to come out. I'll probably put some time in it.
1: I need to retire early just to play the frigging games I've got while I can still be able to
0: Yes. Yeah, I just finished up The Witcher 3, so I'm not ready to jump back into this type of RPG just yet. Nice. Did you play the DLCs also? I have not played the DLCs yet. I was going to do those on New Game Plus. Uh, uh, what did you think of? I enjoyed it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time in, in The Witcher 3. I, um, I Towards the end, and this happens for me with every game, I stopped doing side quests and just started doing the main story. Because mm-hmm. side quests tend to get a little samey, tend to get a little repeaty. Not too bad, though, in The Witcher 3. They're pretty good about mixing it up. Uh, especially because you have so many different kinds of monsters you can fight. It is a little tedious to keep going back into your inventory to apply the right enchant for your weapon or the right oil for your weapon and take the right elixir um, because you're fighting a different thing this time. So that gets a little tedious after a while.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mod that shit. Just mod it up.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, that was my only complaint. And I played completely... I believe I, yeah, I can pretty much completely without mods. I, yeah, I played mod free.
2: Yeah. If, see, like with stuff like that, I'll be like, you know what? Time to go to cheat happens. I'll turn on like mega (laughs) inventory and and just make it, make it take all of the extra. What's the right? Yeah. I just use it for for like quality of life type stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I did use
0: command line for uh, encumbrance and. I gave myself a shit ton of gold.
2: Right, it's like anybody got time to be running back and forth to fucking sell shit? Like, yeah, I got other other stuff to do and other things to play.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that looks pretty good. So you check that out if you get a chance. Uh, Discord announced that they were be, they'll be dropping Discord Nitro games. Uh, they're closing it up simply because nobody's playing the games these were free-to-play games that you'd get if you signed up for nitro which is the discord subscription service and, uh, and go ahead
2: oh i was gonna say like you would always kind of see nitro in a
0: flash but you never really knew what it was Oh, well, the games always looked like little um uh, android games to me Mm. not something I'd actually want to play. I didn't really see anything on there that was you know uh, mainstream. Right. And I think that's part of the problem and why people weren't playing the games. They looked like phone games. Discord does have a store and they do sell regular games but um, it's not not very big. It's not Steam level or or even GOG level. Yeah. Ubisoft announced that they are going big and they're not going back. Uh, what they mean by this is they want to make, uh, when they make a game, they want to create worlds. Kind of like they did with the Assassin's Creed franchise. You know, 15 hour plus event- adventures. And I think that's, that's cool. Works for me. Yeah. Yes and no. Unless they're talking about uh, drip, you know, dripping it out to us in DLC or in-game purchases.
2: Right. Like, like, um, like the Assassin's Creed stuff. Like, I really, really wish they would just like sell you everything at once. Um, because you know what tends to happen is you know like you, you get the that and the season pass or whatever on sale or something and they just steady drip you you know these big old content updates but it's like I'm playing something else right now and I tend to forget that I yeah. got this stuff and then when you do go back you be like okay so which one was to run up the wall? And it takes you a minute to get back into your groove, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then by that, there, there's always the offshot that you would either get distracted by something else or that DLC doesn't grab you.
0: Yeah. And, and, I, and, uh, and it's uh, that live service uh, model, right? I mean, it's right. constantly trying to keep you in their game, but they're not putting out content fast enough.
2: Right. And the thing is that these are primarily primarily single player games. I can see if it was something like Destiny or or WoW or anything else where you have people constantly in and out and, you know, those updates and changes bring new things to do through new things. But I mean, like just to to run around for a couple more hours and pick up more, more uh, save points and stuff like that, you know, get catch part of a story. Mm -hmm. I mean, like compare and contrast, say, Assassin's Creed to their own their own um, um, Rainbow Six Siege, like they've had that game going for four or five years already, you know, and I mean that the community seems to be pretty friggin strong. I mean, granted, it is a multiplayer game and those type of people tend to like that kind of thing. But the updates mean something, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're meaningful. Speaking of crap on Steam, did you guys see the I Love You, Colonel Sanders, a finger-licking good dating simulator? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, I I thought this was a joke when I first saw it, but apparently it's it's a, it's a real game. Wow. Uh, basically, you're a young chef working with a young Colonel Sanders, and you're trying to get him to fall in love with you and uh if you've watched the the trailer it's it's that uh japanese style animation the of dragon dragon ball z type thing so it, colonel sanders has spiky hair and big laugh. yeah you know, he's a young colonel sanders so he's real hip you know he's a young hip colonel sanders
1: i would love to have been in the meeting where they suggested this really pitched it, it. okay <laughs>
0: They were super fucking high and they were like, you know what happened? They got, they got totally smoked and they're like, I'm fucking hungry. Let's go get some Kentucky fried chicken. And they were sitting at the Kentucky fried chicken with the munchies eating this stuff. And they're like, dude, I got an idea for a game. And this game was born.
2: Craziness.
0: I've never heard of the developer. It's, It's by psyop. So I'm, I'm guessing it's an indie deal. But uh it's it's definitely if they're going at it from a humorous angle I, I, I it might actually do pretty well. But it uh it it definitely got some attention. So I can't you,
1: wait to see the reviews on
0: it. <laughs> yeah, right? You talked about uh GOG Galaxy 2.0 Atlas. Have you been using this?
1: Yeah, I've been using it pretty religiously for the past week and I love it it's it's a library unifying tool all my games in one spot so you use it you kick off your game from gog it goes out makes the call to steam launches it from steam all seamless in the background pops up launches just as normal to date i have not yet had any issues whatsoever i've only played like three or four games off of it so far but it's it's uh just about every game i've got uh shows up doesn't steam kind of already do this does steam do this or is the new steam do this because you can, well
0: you've always been able to add a non-steam game to steam
1: oh uh, yeah but you got to do it one at a time don't yeah, you, you do. like it's not automatic
0: right right yeah right.
1: so gog will scan everything uh you'll input your credentials for each of the individual launchers that you want to hook up uh and then it just self-manages itself and it's it's fantastic so far i'm i'm loving it
0: cool and you got your does it unify your friends lists
1: That, I don't know. I'm trying to start it now that I'm working here, so we'll see in a minute. Um, But I don't have any friends on my friends list, so I couldn't tell.
2: So, um, um, I I know there's probably a small chance in hell that this is true, but shout out to the Gog member that listens to our podcast, because I suggested someone do this exact thing a couple of times, maybe a year ago, two or three years ago. Where you have like i was thinking it'll be a web service where you can just like you know you, you can owe off all of your game services to see what you have so you know you wouldn't have to buy things again yeah and this kind of kind of does that it pulls them all
0: into one one inter- yeah i remember you saying that yeah you find yourself buying the same game on a different service because it's on sale and you forgot you had it on steam yeah. right
1: like and and this this isn't just pc games i've got my uh playstation achievements for spider-man showing up on here i've got my xbox uh my son playing his fortnite on my xbox showing up here nice so i did just open friends online Uh, it does whoops it does indicate that uh you can group by platform but it's completely blank for me, so none of my friends that I've got, you know, set up on Steam or whatnot are showing up. So it might just be a pebcac that I haven't set it up yet properly. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: Okay, so what does the email look like when you when they finally let you?
0: Uh, yeah, I signed up and see. haven't gotten a, an invite either.
1: Right. Give me one second. Let me just do a quick search.
2: All right.
0: Logan always gets these hookups.
2: I know. I, I was just searching through mine again, and and the closest thing I have was, uh, "Hey, thanks for signing up. We'll be in touch."
0: <laughs> that's all I got too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and that's back in July, so
1: I deleted the email. Sorry, guys. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it's just it's just an email that says, "Hey, come try God Galaxy. Here's your download link. Uh, you click it. You link it over." takes you to the download site and you just go
0: well, on the plus side it'll be out of beta soon and it'll actually be released so yeah.
1: the URL is specific to each individual person it does have a custom user ID associated with it
2: Probably, I'm not surprised keep the riffraff out
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Steam has kind of updated their, their library just the library I think they need to really update the whole UI. The new library looks great. It looks a lot like GOG Galaxy. I'm liking it uh, because I'm in a Steam beta for this. But I think they need to kind of carry this over to the store and the rest of the UI as well, because right now it's just the library. Yeah, I I switched over to it, and it still needs a little
2: bit of work. Um, Like all of the features that are in the... The regular library currently aren't um, like I was an unable to to uh, sort just my Linux compatible games in the new library just like I can now. Um, let me see. You know how in the old UI you hit uh, you hit that space right next to the search and you can you see like games and VR and music and all the other kind of stuff. I couldn't find anything like that aside from the categories that you create yourself. So we need that back steam. Um, Another thing that I noticed is that like, if you select multiple games and try to right click install, you don't get an install option. Mm. Yeah.
0: Well, see now it was supposed to add an auto sort feature to where it would, would group them into categories for you. And I haven't really had time to play around with this too much. Unless they were talking about the advanced filtering options.
2: Yeah, that had to be what it was. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm glad they labeled it a beta, though, because it does still need a little work. Yeah, It looks nice.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a nice facelift. I liked that they made the, the actual games list, they made the type a little bigger because um, <laughs> I'm to the point now where to see a little small type like this, I have to put readers on. So... It's, it's good for old us old guys, you know, we can actually <laughs> see what the what the, what the game name is. It's an old guy complaint. Okay, uh, I'm going to turn it over to Logan for this next part here because I don't like discussing this store. And uh, I, it, they're like Voldemort to me. I, I don't want to even say the name. So go ahead, Logan. <laughs>
1: Well, this could get interesting then because I want your opinion about why you don't like the store that shall not be named Epic Games. Because um, I, I Well we've talked about I, it. I Yeah, they're a big evil corporation, but when they keep throwing uh you know triple A, you know, however old games at you, still free games, free mm. good games. Hell yeah.
0: My 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 ethics are are i guess I, i'm not as easily per- bought
1: your ethics are not for sale yeah mine are for the low low price of 69.99 <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, you, you i'm sure you've heard by now uh there are two new sets of games i say sets because this time it's not just one there are Two sets of three games. The adult collection of Batman Arkham collection. So three Batman games. Uh, the original, Batman Asylum and Batman, uh, Batman Arkham, Batman Origins. And as well, the set for kids, Batman Lego 1, 2, and 3. Uh, so I reached out. I grabbed those. Uh, I did already own them anyways on Steam. Uh, the Lego games, I'm pretty sure I'll never play. Uh, but in conjunction with that, the big thing for me now now, come on, let's talk ethics now. Only on Epic Games is Denuvo being removed from Batman. So will you play Batman on Steam and have DeNuvo installed or for free on Epic and no Denuvo?
0: I didn't care for the Batman games, so I'm not gonna play them,
1: period. Curlin, you help me a little helpier. Um
2: I've already played what i wanted to play of them but i did take their free
0: stuff i was never a fan of the batman <laughs> <laughs> um
1: i did see a quick video the other day uh denuvo does affect load times obviously got uh, quite a bit actually like 20 25 but it looked like it did not impact um at least as shown by the benchmarking it did not impact uh frames per second averaging
2: yeah um uh, that sounds about right um, yeah, so, I, 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 I am curious to see what this new, newer, heavier-handed version of Denuvo, how it affects the, uh, the frame rate with, once they take it out of border.
1: Yes, this is the I'm-gonna-choke-a-bitch version of Denudo.
0: Denudo? Yeah, like, it is. No, Denudo was Denudo. a band, like a boy band.
1: <laughs>
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> 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 From like yeah. the 80s. Or I'm thinking a Minuto. That's, that's exactly <laughs> I'm thinking of what it a menudo. Not you know. <laughs> uh, nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about.
1: No, nobody under the age no. of forty. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Like when I read this stuff, I'm like, yeah, get get that shit out of there, get these checks out of there. I are we are we yet coming to the age where they just don't? do the server side checks where they get rid of the drm is that you see that happening anytime soon
0: uh, nope because shareholders yeah and, and not only that every it's where we're headed like it or not is every publisher will have their own store just like every media company will have their own streaming service that's where we're headed
2: mm-hmm
1: i saw sorry this is a big tangent but you brought it up i saw a tweet <laughs> Uh, last week and dude listed out all of the streaming services and I, I just about died. It was, he listed out like 15 different ones, but I mean, going back two weeks ago, you you called it. You just wait until the entire series or season is out on a streaming service. You want to see you pay for the month, you binge it, and then you end it. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. And what they're doing too now is, um, like CBS has exclusive content. That you can only get on their streaming service so even mm. if you have a cable subscription like i still do you you're not going to see these shows on on the cable seat version of this you know cbs they want you to pay more money to also get the streaming service and it's like no i'll do exactly yep. what curlin said get it for a month binge watch it and then cancel it yep and that's exactly what
2: i did with the last two seasons of discovery but Which even is that, pretty fucking good, by the way.
0: I don't even like giving them that money. I don't even like giving them the month's worth because I'm still paying extra while still paying for a cable subscription. You know why I have to pay for a cable subscription? Because if Sports. I didn't... It, no. Because you just, have kid? Well, because I have a wife who wants the Hallmark channel and all those, those channels. But besides that, if I, even if I didn't, without the cable subscription, they cap your data. So if you have a cable subscription, no data cap. If you don't have a cable subscription, there's a data cap.
1: Living in America. <laughs> America. Oh yeah, New York City. Mm, yeah. yeah. You guys, you guys have shit for internet down there, and we're only like maybe one step better, thankfully. But we're, I pay eighty-five bucks, uh, Monopoly money a month for six hundred megabyte down. And I don't even know how much up, probably 10 with but zero cap. And it is not tied to cable at all because I have no cable. And I pay $10 a month for a phone line just so that my son can dial 911 just in case.
0: Yeah, that's a good deal. You're paying a yeah. lot less than I am. Yeah, I, um, I, I've been
2: waiting for AT&T to do fiber over here where I am so I can use uh, DSL Extreme to get their service instead of having to buy all of those silly-ass uh tv stuff
0: curls are you yeah. you since you've got a government job are you able are, do you qualify for first net uh i haven't heard, heard of it. it okay it's it's usually it's for public service employees first responders it's a special prioritized net prioritized network uh, i i th- have it um, it's, it's through at&t oh,
2: okay yeah it's uh first responders is probably why yeah.
0: why i have heard but i but it's for telecom it's for communicator communications too and i figured since you you know communications right. is part of your job and it's it's government related that maybe it, you'd still qualify
2: i'm going to dig around on the website i see it now see if yeah cause it's a nice
0: box. nice discount and and you'll always have a, you'll always have service even if the shit hits the fan
1: right now, while you're digging around, um you, you I got I was down uh Seattle uh, a couple weeks ago and I got back and I got my, my cell phone bill and oops. So uh coming back home when I crossed the border, I actually drive parallel to the border for quite a bit. Even though I was in Canada, it was still hitting roaming and I didn't bother checking oh no. as I was streaming a podcast and so I just got smashed. Wow. Oh, how bad? Uh, 226 bucks. Holy, Holy fuck. shit.
0: That's ridiculous. It is. Just because it's, it's you know you're directly across from some imaginary line. Yep. That is crazy.
2: Yes it is.
0: I guess you got to Remember to turn roaming off when you're going yeah, back and forth. it was an
1: expensive lesson, unfortunately.
0: God, I, you know, I hope they they figure that out in the next 15 years because I'm moving uh, closer to Canada. Actually, when I retire, we've been looking at um, because I I'll be retired the next seven years, then my wife's got another 15, and we're looking to go to like Montana, North Dakota. Uh, northern part of the state out in the middle of nowhere so I'm hoping the two things happen one they get broadband out that way because <laughs> it's gonna really suck if I have to rely on satellite yeah if you'd figure 15 years from now they'd get it figured out
2: shit these days that's the whole reason to not move
0: yeah I mean it's a it's a big factor it's a big factor for sure um, I just happened to get lucky because the town I live in was part of the, I, I don't know, a beta test, I guess, for AT&T's fiber. So we got it first for the Chicago area.
2: You know, I'm surprised you um, you haven't been able to get on DSL. If you got AT&T's fiber, you should be able to get it through them without all the extra madness and the
0: uh you know what you're probably right I probably could I do get a discount cuz of the first net thing but mm. um it it's still with with the cable and the fiber it's about $200 a month Yeah
1: Yeah that's painful
0: Yeah and then the the four cell phones uh you're going to get add another 280 on top of that Yeah. Don't have a landline though. Yeah. Yikes. So I know I know, Carolyn. You didn't see it, chapter two yet, um, or did I skip anything here? What's the EGS BL three?
2: Oh, it, it, that was that? the yeah the 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 um, streaming upload on the Nouveau with Borderlands and okay. and exclusivity
0: 10.5 mil, milli, Madness and all of that God I just want make, did want to make sure I wasn't skipping something so I was Doug I had the mini land and I was talking to Doug and he was telling me about It 2 being out and I'm like what do you mean It 2 I go it was for me it was a mini series back in the 90s I didn't realize that they had even remade the thing into two separate movies So and I had never seen it so I went and watched It Chapter 1 and uh, loved it, thought it was a great movie. I didn't think it was... These movies make me laugh. They, they don't terrify me or anything like that. I thought the violence, especially in the first one when uh, in the very beginning, it was a little... This doesn't need to be so graphic. I think you could cut away from stuff like that and leave more to the imagination. I think that's more terrifying than actually showing it a lot of times. So I didn't like the direction they went with it there. But um, both movies were very well done. I, I enjoyed them both thoroughly. And um, so I started listening to the audiobook. And um, I'm starting to appreciate the movies even more because the the, the book was written uh, you know, for Stephen King's generation. So the original books, it's based in the 50s and then the like the 70s. Whereas the movies are the, you know, late 80s, early 90s to, you know, late 2000s, you know, 2017, 2018, 2019. So it's, it's, they did a very good job about making it current and bringing it into, you know, uh, my generation or our generation, making it appealing for us because um, the, the books, I can't really relate to them too much because when the kids are kids, it's the '50s, and I wasn't even born in the '50s, so I. They're talking about a lot of stuff and using a lot of terms and slang that I don't understand, and I just find it annoying, really. So uh, the movies did a great job as, as far as that goes. Uh, I, I know Logan, you're not into horror movies, but did you, have you seen these? Nope. <laughs> nope. I didn't, I didn't think yeah. so. I didn't think I'm so. Not going to. Why? You, th- you uh, think this would scare you? Does this kind of stuff scare you?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. Like, I'm trying to... Like, when I was a kid, what what did I watch? So, I saw all of the cult classics, right? So, um... Uh, oh, my God. See, now, um, uh, What's the one where the kids on the bed pukes all over the place? Comes oh, down, The comes Exorcist. The party. Yeah, The Exorcist. Yeah,
0: that was hilarious.
1: That one based on the true story from Boston about the house. I can't even remember the name of it.
0: Uh, Amityville Horror?
1: Yeah, Amityville Horror, yeah. and then of course Freddy and Jason. I actually liked uh, uh, Freddy movies, like The Nightmare on Elm Street I thought were kind of cool. But uh, the New Age stuff, I think I may have saw The Ring um, uh, or The Well. I can't even remember. I just don't like cool them. That's cool. That's
0: cool if you don't like, if you're not into that kind of thing. Um, I was just, you know, me and, and my daughter, were but we we're my daughter kind of got me into Supernatural, the TV show. And she's into this kind of stuff. She likes horror flicks. and uh, So she had a doctor's appointment um, last week. Or was it last week? Yeah, it was last week. And uh, so she had to not go to school that day. So we went to the doctor's appointment, and then we went to go see it, too. Since we still had the rest of the day to kill. Uh, I think I was the only one at the theater that was like laughing out loud for a lot of the stuff. Maybe I just have a weird sense of humor, but stuff I guess that should be really scary just kind of makes me laugh but i you know, like I said I could take a take a, I really didn't care for the the really graphic uh violence, especially since it's kind of focused or it's the graphic violence that occurs is involving small children but and it's not that it's not that um i'm advert it's not that i don't know it's 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 just a movie but it's um i think there's a better way to do that again leaving some stuff to the imagination can be more terrifying
1: yeah i'd agree i I think the the classic movies do it better they use the 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 music so much uh so much better to to create ambiance um Mm -hmm. you know
0: the movie does have a really good score too um, especially the the theme that they used for Pennywise the Clown, um, very good. I mean the the way they the, the music was good in the movie. I really did enjoy it. It was a well done movie, except for you know those few complaints that I had. But uh, yeah, I guess that's that's really all I got to say about that. Uh, you guys got anything else? Oh no, not really okay uh just a couple quick announcements here uh if you live in the chicago area and would like to attend a lan uh join our discord uh join our steam group send me a friend request and follow me on twitter at afk flynn i'm thinking about putting together a uh, larger lan at a commercial location for uh you know friends and and listeners of the afk podcast so but I need to know if there's even an interest in this type of thing. And I know that our downloads have been just steadily increasing every week. Even though we don't hear from you guys, I know you're listening, I know you're out there. So if this is something that you're interested in, uh, hit me up on, on Twitter and let me know. Or send me an email. Uh, also, if you want to be on the podcast, uh, we'd love to have you on. Just follow me at afkflynn on Twitter and uh, send me a DM. And that's all we got. You can find the FK Podcast at FKPodcast.net. There you'll find links to our Steam groups and more. Uh, and a link to our Discord. We are available on most podcast apps. If we are not on your prefer- preferred podcast app, let me know and I'll get us on there. And, you know, if you'd like to continue the discussion or add to it, join our Discord. So with that being said, uh, for me, for Curlin, and for Logan... We will see you next week. See ya. Later, Jerry. Thanks for being here.